let's have a word of prayer. Our Father, we thank you for tonight. We are grateful unto you for bringing us together for this midweek session. Father, tonight we are reflecting on the topic, working to obtain a good report of faith. Help us, Lord. Help me, Lord. Father, let me be a vessel to deliver your word, to be a blessing unto all of us. Even as we trust that as we grow up in you, we grow up in faith and put our faith and our trust in you, we'll be transformed to be better people. Therefore, help us tonight and take your glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Tonight, we are looking at a topic working to obtain a good report of faith. Working to obtain a good report of faith. In this teaching session, uh, first of all, I'd like us to look at some key words in the topic assigned to us or to be reflected on. It says working, or let's say to work, and then we have to obtain, and it has to be a good report, and it's relating to our faith. It is important that in such matters, and in all serious matters relating to our Lord, it will not just come anyhow. We have to work for it. Hallelujah. God himself worked and even rested on the seventh day. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, My meat is to work and to do the will of him who sent me. We also told to work out our salvation. So it is important that we work especially whilst it is day. So if we really want to obtain a good report of faith, we have to work. The other word here is to obtain. Again, it is not just going to come by association, but because you are related or seated with somebody, you're going to be given a good report. Or through inheritance, or by a mere wish. We will have to work, like I've said, before we can obtain a good report. And the emphasis is also on a good report. Uh, there are reports and there are reports. Hallelujah. But we would want to obtain a good report because that is what the Lord of us. Especially we need a divine approval of what we are doing relating to his faith, 
to his work and our work with him. And then also be looking at the issue of faith, not just the description of what faith is, but do we really believe in our God? Do we believe in his promises? Are we working to obtain it? So these are the key areas in the topic assigned to us. And as we reflect on it, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 2 tells us that the elders obtained a good report. Or those who have gone ahead of us obtained a good report. And I would want to believe that would also want to look at what they did and what they obtained should inspire or even to motivate us to also obtain a good report. We don't want it to be counted that we also pass through. We want to be counted amongst those who would obtain a good report. Hallelujah. So it says that in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 2, it says, For by it the elders obtained a good report. And in this topic, we'll focus on Hebrews chapter 11 as we go through these teachings to try and look at how some of these people who have been mentioned obtain their reports. What are the kind of things that they focus on? What made them obtain such a good report? And I've been asking myself, take Enoch. said he walked with God and he was not. And then when you look at the point at which, in fact, it was after he had begotten the Methuselah at the age of 65, that he started walking with God. And we are told that he walked with God for 300 years. And for somebody to walk with the Lord for 300 years, and the testimony was that he had a good report. That certainly must be a good walk with the Lord. So you want to find out, what did he do different? That to walk with the Lord for 300 years. And that would say, without blame. And some are struggling, we come two, three years, and we are down. We may not, I don't think we'll get into 300 years. <laughs> but he got there, in fact, he died at the age of 365. But for 300 years, that he walked with God, he had a good testimony. And the testimony was that he pleased the Lord. Hallelujah. So he had a good report, a testimony from the Lord himself that you have done well. And I'm saying that these are the people, such a person, and his report should challenge us. So we'll begin with Abel. It is interesting that as we go through this whole chapter, we talk about those who distinguish themselves as far as the faith was concerned we see that Adam and Eve were bypassed. And straight away the Bible is talking about Abel in verse 4. He says, By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. 
by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet spoken. And when you go to Genesis chapter 4 verse 4, it tells us, The Lord had respect for Abel. I mean, for God to have respect for an individual, it's certainly a good report. Then you ask yourself, what did Abel do? We are told he offered a more excellent sacrifice. So even our service, what we offer to God, it should not be anyhow, but it ought to be an excellent service or an excellent sacrifice. And we believe either by revelation or by what his parents were doing, he knew the right or the appropriate excellent uh, sacrifice to give, and he did precisely that. It was that excellent, but then he also gave the firstborn of that sacrifice which he did. And you could see that he said, it was unto the Lord. He offered a sacrifice unto God. He cherished the Lord and knew that this sacrifice that I'm giving, it is unto the Lord. It is unto the Lord. And so long as it is unto the Lord, the Lord requires the best. What is the best that I can look for and give unto the Lord? So even apart from sacrifice, when it comes to service, are we giving the Lord the best of service? We see the example of Eli's children. In their course of duty, what did they do? Their sacrifice and what they did was certainly not something to be proud of. We knew how they toyed with it, treated the Lord's sacrifice, and how they even defiled the premises or the temple. Certainly, they did not obtain a good report to the extent that even the lion of Eli was cut off from further priesthood services. Hallelujah. So as we ask ourselves, even as we also give our service, as we give our sacrifice, it is unto the Lord that should guide us. It is unto the Lord. We are given it because of the Lord. And the Lord deserves it. We are not giving it unto anybody, any other person, but it is unto the Lord. That is why even in this service, in our worship, and I was asking myself, so how did the report get to God? In the same way that the report, God saw that service and the nature of the service. In the same day, in the same way, as we are also giving our service, the Lord sees us. You know, and sometimes we get reports, even in the temple, in the church, some giggle. And is it a giggling unto the Lord in the church? But people do it. What service is going on? The same God who saw Eli's children will see us. And I'm sure as we go on in life, our report is being written. For every moment, the report is being written. So the kind of service we give, 
the quality of service we give, our attitude to prayer, our attitude to worship, even as service is going on, all these things is being taken care of. It's being recorded. Because that is the only way the final report will be generated to us. So as we go through the reports, each of us, our report is being updated moment by moment, wherever we find ourselves. And like I said by those keywords, if we aim to get a good report, there is work to be done. It has to be obtained, and the report must be a good report of faith. We should know that it is unto the Lord. Do we believe Him? Do we believe indeed that He is? Because if we really know that God is still alive, I don't think we'll do sometimes the things that we do. For me, the very fact that we do otherwise is that we don't believe His word and we don't believe His promise. Because if indeed we believe, why would we do some of the things that we do? It's as if we are saying what you are saying is not going to happen. It doesn't matter. Because if it really matters to us, like Abel did, he will choose the excellent sacrifice, the excellent service. In his presence, there will be reverence. In his presence, there will be godly fear. And then our service will be what? Acceptable. That was what Abel did. So certainly, it was a good example, or he is a good example for us to look at as we also prepare to work to obtain our own report. Abel worked to look for the most excellent sacrifice. That was what he offered. We should also work to find the most excellent service and offer unto our God. It is not any other service. So we have to be diligent, concerned. What do I do? We need to ask ourselves, will God accept this sacrifice? And I'm sure we ourselves, the service, the sacrifice, if we know that it is not good, sometimes we see it. I'm sure we see that. Holy Spirit speaks to us. The brother or sister, what you are doing is not acceptable in the sight of the Lord. But we still will go ahead and do it. But Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice. Hallelujah. Then we have Enoch in the verse 5. This is somebody who walked with God on earth and then walked into eternity. So I was asking myself, what did he do special? To be walking with God for about 300 years, that God issues a good report on you. For 300 years. If we look at how we form, we get up, mistakes, misjudgments, errors, even as we are walking, and for 300 years, God could say, I am pleased with you. He must have done something special. He said he was righteous. In other verses, in other verses, we are told that he even witnessed, I think in Jude, Jude verse 14. Jude 14. We can say something on Enoch as well. Jude 14. 
And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these saying, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousand of saints. And the subsequent verses will tell you that he knew the tenth that will be coming. I believe that also must have challenged him. He knew the Lord will be coming with his saints. And he believed in this word that the Lord will be coming with his saints. And if the Lord will be coming with his saints, he has to prepare himself to meet him. Hallelujah. So it's a challenge to us as well. So back to Hebrews. So we are told that he pleased the Lord. One other character we can look at or personality is in the verse 7, which talks about Noah. Noah's warning is similar to our day. In the time of Noah, we are told that he was being warned by faith. Noah being warned of good things, not seen yet, moved with fear. Prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. There was no experience that he had ever been in a flood. Even for rainfall to that level. Probably had not seen or heard about flood. But Noah was told there will be flood. So go prepare. No experience of flood. It's not surprising therefore that as he began to act on the word and to be faithful, people were laughing at him. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Preparing an act in anticipation of what? A flood. But Noah believed what God had said. We are told that he feared being warned of those things. He was warned and he didn't take the warning lightly. Many of us sometimes we take the warning and the caution is God says in Hebrews 10, 31, that what? He is a consuming fire. But people don't believe he's a consuming fire. Until you come face to face. So he, but Noah was moved with fear. Because he knew that God had spoken. If we also walk with God, with reverence, fear, and take every word that he tells us seriously, we'll also receive a good report. Because you know that this is a command coming from God. It is not coming from man. But like he said, faith has to be exercised. No experience of flood. But he went ahead. There may be many other things that we don't have experience in or have not had any experience. But as God speaks to us, it is for us to just to accept what he has said and move with the time. Hallelujah. And that is precisely what Noah did. And even now, God keeps on warning us. He said, the Lord Jesus Christ will be coming again. He will be coming in the clouds. He will be coming for the glorious church. He will be coming for those who are ready. But it's as if people do not think he is coming. Because there is no fear. But let us be like Noah. 
and prepare for it. Hallelujah. And as for Abraham, we don't know what to say. Let's go to the verse 9 of Hebrews 11. He said, by faith, again, there is one man who received a very good report of faith, and he worked for it. He believed God. He trusted God. In fact, in, I think in Romans 4, 17, we are told that he knew the God in whom he had believed. If you know whom you have believed, you will act on his word. So in the verse 9, by faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. A land has been promised, given to you, Canaan. One would have thought that, let me settle and be fine here. I think the only peace that he bought was for his grave. <laughs> but prepared to live in a tent because he was looking for a better promise. He believed in what God has said that there is a better land for us to look for. A real homeland. Not where to just pass this short time. So even the land that has been given to him, he had that orientation. He tuned his mind that where I find myself, it is a strange country. This world is a foreign place for me and my family. That has to be the attitude for us as well, if we have to obtain a good report of faith, knowing that God has made a promise for us that there is a better place He has prepared for us. There is a holy city He has prepared for us. And we should also be like Abraham and say that where we are today in this world, it is a foreign and a strange place. It's because if you don't have that attitude and that frame of mind, you will think that we are here for good. I think one of the banks, their slogan is, they are here for good. But we are not identifying with them. <laughs> we are passing through. We are passing through. We are not here for good. We can leave the bank here. But we are passing through. And because we are passing through, we don't want to be tainted by the system that we're seeing here. We don't want to be attracted by what we see here. Because we don't belong here. And that is what Abraham did. And it was a good thing he passed it on to Jacob, I mean Isaac, as well as to Jacob. They knew that Abusian, I don't know how he addressed them, <laughs> we are strangers in this world. This is the land that God has given to us. That is the promised land. But there is a better place for us. There is a better place. And it will all come about if you believe God and trust Him and have faith in Him. You know, sometimes you meet some people, they will still, they still tell you, that is all life that we have here. All we have here is the life. They don't believe the life that the Lord has promised. 
But there is a heavenly place that God has promised. And it will take faith for us to work on it. So as for Abraham, the land on which he found himself, even though it was a promised land, he said, it is a strange place. And I'm believing and trusting that we too will say that where we are is a strange place. So in the verse 10, it says that for he looked for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. He looked for a city. He looked beyond. Let's not fix our eyes on what we are seeing here. But let's look beyond. Let's visualize. They had a vision. But I believe that that was one thing that all these great men of old had. They had a vision of that heavenly place. And once they had that vision, all their work was towards making it and making that vision a reality. So they had the instinct for that homeland which was the heavenly place. And they had the spirit that looked where are pilgrims here on earth. And I believe we will also adopt that and it will help us to have a good report. Amen. And when you take Sarah in the verse 11, she also obtained a good report. And again, she was not looking at just her age. But what she knew is that a God who is faithful has made a promise. So long as a God who is faithful has made a promise, Sarah believed. And with that, she also obtained a good report. Still on this elders who obtained a good report. When you come through to the verse 16, it talks about a father, but now they also desired a better country that is the heavenly, wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared them a city. You see, and in all of this, the issue is that they trusted and believed God. And that is what we also have to do. God has spoken. God has spoken. And even as he continues to speak to us, to be good for a good report, it's for us to have faith in what God has said. That so long as it is coming from God, I need to believe it and work on it. Hallelujah. And so when you come through again to Abraham, and you know, when, once you have walked with God and you know what he's capable of doing I believe it's also then much easier to contrast and have faith and believe in his word hallelujah so as we come to verse 17 he says by faith Abraham when he was tried or tested offered up Isaac and he that had received the promises Offered up his only begotten son. He knew that when he didn't have, God gave. And he believed in the word of God. So if this same God is saying, give him up. He was looking at a bigger promise where he says, you have what? In terms of your descendants, you cannot count. 
he still focused his mind on that. So even if you take away Isaac, he knew that God being God, at least there will be a replacement. Even if not the replacement, God will make another provision. And that original promise was done. It is therefore not surprising. When God tested him, God made a provision. And in the end, it was not Isaac who was offered as a sacrifice, but then the animal, the lamb was offered. Hallelujah. So it's all again the issue of do we have faith and believe in what God has said? If only we have faith in what God has said, then what you realize is that once it is coming from God, I mean, all you need is that has God spoken? Once God has spoken, and you have walked, and you know that once God speaks, you believe in His word. He will perform. You continue to trust. So anything that he tells you, you believe it and you work with him. And I believe that through that, you can obtain a good report. Because that was how, that was the attitude of the elders in the Old Testament. Everything that God said, do this, they'll do it. Do this, they'll do it. Now sometimes I ask myself, what kind of faith did they have? And I tend to ask myself, in our case, is it because of some learning, education? Because in their time, all they knew is the God that they had. So once it's fixed, there is nothing else. But, but in our case, now there are some other things. So sometimes you try to compare, is this this? But God's word is God's word. No matter the learning that we go through, no matter the knowledge that we acquire, which is outside God's word, His word is still what has to be believed. So Abraham knew that once God has spoken, a provision will be made. And God did not disappoint him. So Isaac was offered. Then coming through, we can now look at Moses, another man who had a good report, who believed what God said. Every word that he spoke, he believed, he trusted God, he worked on it, and he obtained a good report. And again, it's by faith. It's nothing else by faith, believing in God. If you look at verse 24, He said, by faith, when he was come to years, that is Moses, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. This dwells on the issue of fame. I mean, who doesn't want to be identified with such a high profile person? Pharaoh's daughter. And I believe, even if he has stayed on, probably would have had the opportunity to be Pharaoh. <laughs> Why not? That was fame. And the world offers fame. And that is where as believers, if we are talking about obtaining a good report of faith, dealing with God, we should be careful how we handle fame. 
It can be an obstacle. But Moses said, I will drop it and be with the people. So, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. So, he renounced that relationship with Pharaoh's daughter. And as you go to the verse 25, we are told that choosing rather to suffer afflictions with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Some will call it we want to enjoy. But to obtain a good report, it is not pleasure. It is not enjoyment. He says what? He rather to suffer affliction. You know, so to obtain a good report, are we ready to suffer? <laughs> to obtain a good report. Those who went ahead of us, they said, we rather are preparing to suffer. Because there is a good report to be obtained. So even though we see pleasure, even though we see enjoyment, because of what is ahead of us, because of what God has promised, and the report that we want to obtain, we are ready to suffer affliction so that we can obtain a good report as Moses did. And in the next verse, we are told he esteemed, esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. Again, the treasures in Egypt didn't move Moses. The treasures in Egypt didn't move Moses at all. Again, treasures that we see, for which our hearts may be in so much, can be a hindrance. And we cannot obtain a good report. So there's a good example for Moses where the treasures were not going to be an attraction to him, but he rather forsake all of them, renounce all of this, and rather look at the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. In the verse 27, again is faith, because God has spoken. If you walk with God and you know God has spoken and you trust in God, you know how to move with the Lord. So again, by faith, we are told in verse 27 that he forsook Egypt. He could have been on the stool, I mean, could have been a monarch. But we are told that he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. In fact, he had little fear for the Pharaoh, but much fear for the Lord. And was therefore prepared to identify with God than to uh, identify with Pharaoh. So he forsook Egypt. In the next verse, which is verse, verse 28, again through faith, he kept the Passover. So even on issues of religion, he was saying that, look, I will sacrifice to my God. I will not worship your idols. So that through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. So as you can see, through faith, Moses renounced that high profile would have been part of the social elite in Egypt. He renounced pleasures, renounced treasures, 
renounced monarchy, renounced their religion, and said, I will stand with God. I will stand with God. And all of it because of the faith that he had in God's word. He trusted the Lord and was looking beyond what he would see or what he saw in Egypt. As we move down to verse 32, there's an interesting question for all of us. He says, and what shall I say more? After mentioning these great ones, Abel, Enoch, Noah, Abraham, Moses, Christ of Hebrews says, and what shall I say more? That is where I want to challenge you and I tonight. Can we also be on this list? This were for the elders. But I believe this list can also it's still be updated. Can we also have a place in having such a good report? I believe it is possible. With God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. So he's saying, what shall I say more? For the, for the time would fail me to tell of Gideon. So there are others. Gideon, Barak. That is Barak of old. Not today's Barak. Hallelujah. Today's Barak is signing some agreements which are ungodly. But the Barak of old knew his God that is served. Hallelujah. So Gideon, Barak, Samson, David, all of them, Samuel, they received a good report because they exercised their faith. They believed and trusted in God. That should be a challenge for us. And through this faith, the next verse lists some of the accomplishments. That is what faith can do through obtaining a good report. They subdued kingdoms. I mean, if you read the book of Joshua, for example, you can see with precision how Joshua believed and acted rightly on every instruction that God gave to him. And that should challenge you and I. They wrought righteousness, obtained promises, some stopped the mouths of lions. We know Daniel's case. Others quenched the fire, violence of fire. Daniel as well escaped the edge of the soul out of weakness. And the women too were there in the verse 35. They said women received their dead raised to life again. They also believed and they also received a good report. And others were touched. In spite, you know, it was not easy for everybody. Others too were touched. Not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better assurance. Because even in their torture, again in the early churches, there were these young ladies. Is it Felicitas and Perpetua? 26 years old. That was the age for Perpetua. They said she should worship idols. This young lady 26-year-old said, I will not bow down to idols. And they said, the punishment, if you don't deny your God, if you don't deny the Lord, is that we will hand you over for lions to devour you. 
So in Rome, at the arena of the amphitheater, this 26-year-old girl, in fact, his, 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 his father even carried the infant baby and said, don't you look at this baby and worship the idol. But Perpetual said, I will not deny my God. So they threw her into the center of the amphitheater and this young girl was devoured by beasts because of her faith. She will not deny God. Today, that is a good report. That is a good report because she knew the promise that God had made. That we are all passing through. There is a better place ahead. If only you hold on to God and believe in Him that He will do it for you. That is the only way we can obtain a good report. So there were others who didn't have it easy. Especially the early church. Others were stoned as well. 37. Some were son ascender. I even read that Isaiah was also son ascender. So how cruel such a great prophet. But they did it to him. And of all of this, when you go to still on the verse 37, they said they wandered about in sheep skins and goat skins, all because of their faith. They were not in self velvet or linen. But it's, we are told that they wandered about in sheep skins and goat skins because they were standing for the Lord. Verse 38 says, Of whom the world was not worthy. Brethren, in the verse 2 of Hebrews 11 that we read, we are told that the eldest a good report. What reports are we also generating? I believe we can also have a good report. What they did should inspire us. Like I said, some had it easy. Some were tortured. It was not easy at all. But in spite of all of this, they stood for the Lord. There is a promise that the Lord has made. And we are standing on His promise. We are standing on His promise. And because of the promise that He has made, as you look at Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 5, it says, we should have the heart to love God as we waiting patiently. Even as we wait patiently, let's trust God that this promise will certainly come to pass. And for that reason, we will not take our walk with the Lord lightly. We'll be serious with it because it is God who has spoken. That our Lord Jesus Christ is coming again. We believe what God has said. It is God who has spoken. And once he has spoken, we believe it shall come to pass. And because of that, we will not allow anything to stand 
in between us. Because God has spoken. Titus 2.13 says that are those who love is appearing. So just like the saints of old, because they looked for a heavenly city. And we also love is appearing. We should work hard to obtain a good report of faith. And as the theme or the scripture that they use in Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, there is a change that we are expecting. So can we look at Second Corinthians 13? But we all, with an open face, beholding us in the glass, us in the glass, the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. That is God's word that God has spoken. I believe you believe. <laughs> Hallelujah. And once we believe, we can also receive a good report. Because the saints of old believe what God has said. They believe that there is a heavenly city. They believe there is a place to be. And that motivated and challenged them that because of this and once it is God who has spoken we will do whatever it takes to stand for God we may be tortured we may be denied certain benefits certain things may be taken away from us but because of our faith and what God has promised and what we are looking at we can also work to obtain a good report of faith. Remember, there is work to be done. Remember, we have to work to obtain it. Remember, we are working to obtain a good report of faith. Remember, it is about faith. What God has said. Trusting in the Lord. Believing in what He has said. The promises that He has made. And we know that God will not fail us. Tonight, that is what our Lord has said. And I believe that those who know God, God has not failed you. And if God has not failed you, in the coming days, He is not going to fail you as well. Let's continue to trust and believe in Him. Once he has done it for you, continue to trust. And he will do it. And with this, we can also obtain a good report. You know, when a man knows who God is and what God has done for him, even if God is leading you and you are blindfolded, he will take you there. Because it is God who is taking you. It is God who is taking you. In the eyes of people, they may think there is something wrong with you. But so long as it is God who is leading you. I mean, I was just looking at the age at which God asked Abraham to sacrifice Isaac. He was then 117 years. And Sarah was 108 years. So I'm saying to myself, if he said in his mind that if I give sacrifice the child, would there be another one? At that age, 
but he trusted God. And God made a provision. Would you trust God this evening and believe in him? If only we can trust, we can also obtain a place in the fifth, fifth hall of fame and make history for God. Peace and many blessings.